0: This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, return to Bloodfart Lake. There still isn't a tagline.
1: Jimmy crack corn, and I don't care.
0: Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess.
1: I'm Chris. And I'm Troy. And this time around, we're a uh, sans Brett. Yeah, he had some, like, grown-up responsibilities or something. We're not quite believing all of that yet, but... Yeah, I would... The whole, air quotes the whole thing. Yeah, Brett and grown-up and Brett and responsibilities just don't mix in my brain. I ain't buying what he's selling. <laughs> But nevertheless, we've returned to Bloodfart Lake. Yeah, we can't we can't deny our, our avid listeners this, this jewel of a movie.
0: The gripping continuation of the Bloodfart Lake saga,
1: if you will. Oh, I hope it's a trilogy. I hope they make it a trilogy. They sure they sure seem like they set up for it. <laughs>
0: Spoilers. But I yes. digress. That's our tale of uh, our tale of blood farts and lakes starts off at
1: a, you know, blood fart lake. At the dock, the very dock where everything went down, in terror at Blood Fart Lake. And we meet up with a returning uh, member. Can we? Can we just call him Chris Hardwick because that's kind of he seems to be doing a Chris Hardwick impression through most of this movie. Yes, Chris Hardwick, <laughs> except with a big beard. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And he uh he's shouting at the lake. No. And then he sees I, some guy. Yeah. He calls him brother. I don't I don't think that's relevant.
1: No, you just say brother. You know, like Hulk Hogan brother. Ah.
0: And then they uh proceed to talk like in some kind of Shakespeare times for a while.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, again, like this movie is just way overwritten, much like the last one. But that's part of the charm of these movies is no one speaks like a normal human being in these movies. But yeah, it, also, nothing close to reality happens in any of these movies, so that's okay. Yeah, everybody's assigned a strict, stereotypical
0: something to be talking like, and that's their job. Yep. So, uh, we basically learned that old Jimmy, you know, the corn cob guy from the, the first one.
1: Jimmy Crack Corn.
0: He, uh, he's
1: back. And, he's, and he's, he's back at it again. Doing his thing, stabbing people with corn cobs. And like uh,
0: we, we learned that he's heading home. Yes. Jimmy is. Yep. And this was and all I'll, told to us
1: by Travis. No, no, Travis was the guy who liked to have women bend him over so that he could be closer to his dick so he could jerk off into his own mouth. Mm. Right. Yeah. You think
0: I remember something like that?
1: Yeah. And also, that's, that's not made up. That's from the, the movie. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to say things that don't sound right, but they're
0: all in the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, turns out that he, uh, he, he being Chris Hardwick, decides he needs to head back to Jimmy's house in order to uh, set this whole thing right. But he needs help. He does need help. So he stops over. To your friend of mine, Leo DeChampo's house, GDT, <laughs> and he now is a uh, now is the host, co-host, I suppose, yeah. of a public access repair show.
1: Yep, in which he basically teaches you how to pimp out your trailer <laughs> with such things like Sasquatch buttholes. <laughs> yep, because because those repel Sasquatches. Ah, duh, I mean,
0: (laughs) everybody knows that, obviously. Yep. He shows off his handiwork, which seems to be a pre-made dog kennel of some sort. Yep, and with his lovely assistant, Nadine. Yeah, she's she's quite the
1: foul-mouthed young lady, who
0: would like to have some larger boobs.
1: Yep. But not until they invent boobs that can float you up into the sky so high that you can escape reality and... While well, having sex, I don't know. That was just yeah. You gotta <laughs> have a bunch of nonsense. You gotta have goals in life. Yep. Leo's got lofty ambitions, to be sure. Yep. Oh, we also we, we get the reintroduction of Hambone, who uh, died in the first movie, but apparently is directing this public access TV show.
0: Yep, Hambone. Hambone has a pink phone, and Hambone's gonna go get out of here and jack off Hambone's nine foot dick. <laughs> <laughs> Hambone. Bye, Hambone. That's all we're going to see <laughs> of you.
1: Yes, yeah, so that actually makes a couple more appearances throughout the movie, but he had to reprise his role as Hambone, apparently.
0: The public demanded it, I can only assume. Mm-hmm. A letter-writing
1: campaign of some sort. They just sent a bunch of Hambones to the LBP uh, offices until <laughs> they put him back in the movie. So, uh, old Chris Hardwick, he's like, Hey, Leo, we got to go stop.
0: Jimmy, cause he's back and we gotta stop him and Leo's like, nope I'm not gonna do it, I'm a big sissy and uh, yep. that's when Nadine makes fun of him uh, accuses yep. him of having vaginal vagina lips I think or something to that effect
1: yeah, she's, she's constantly worried that he's going to grow a vaginal orifice due to his lack of testicular fortitude
0: so Chris Hardwick's like fuck it, I'm out I'll do it myself. Like? Like.
1: A bowler. That's true. A golfer. Just like a golfer. Some dude's sex life, who's the guy who plays Hambone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they, they drop a lot of like inside jokes in these movies, which if you read the credits, you can catch some of. But I'm sure there's a bunch in there that no one gets except for the people making these things.
0: Yeah, they're definitely doing their own thing. And props to him for that bunch. Oh, yeah. Dennis Miller is a good writer. And then we meet up with uh, our new group of protagonists. Oh, the
1: Ghost Hunter bunch. Yep. And they're quite the group of people. Yep. We have uh, Angie Hartsfield, also known as Angie Mugglejugs, mm-hmm. who is a, uh, a por- former porn star. She, uh, is now making this
0: ghost hunting series because she was tired of making tit-fuck porn,
1: I suppose is what it was. Yeah. And surprisingly, it's not played by Dana McBoobs, it's played by someone else. It's sad. But we'll persevere. Yeah, she had she had a good British accent on her though.
0: She did. We got a uh, we got Ramon's guy.
1: Yeah, we got the Polly
0: Ramon. It was sub dumb bullshit remote. Shawnee.
1: No, it was Shawnee, Shawnee remote. remote. Yeah. <laughs> we have the stupid 20's girl. Yeah, stupid twenty. 20s made it back into this movie. I don't know how. She she somehow resurrected herself out of sheer annoyingness, I think. Oh, God. Yeah, and I was then, sad. And then Polly is the skinny uh, Italian stereotype guy. Yeah. Yeah. But not like, not like uh, the guy, not like Tony Danza from the previous movie, but just like Italian mama's boy kind of guy, like dirtbag
0: kind of guy. Not like, hey yo,
1: hey oh, Italian, but like no, more like Napoleon Dynamite's brother, Italian.
0: (laughs) Definitely much more like that. I bet I could throw a football all the way over those mountains. And then there's Treasure Troll.
1: Yeah. Who oh, I guess is supposed to be Jewish? Yeah, I don't know. But she's going to succeed through the through the, the power of self-confidence.
0: Yeah, that's her friend. Her therapist said that she should go hunt for ghosts so she could stop being uh, a giant pussy.
1: And be legit. Yeah. Sounds like my kind of psychiatrist. It's like what? It's like LL Cool J, your psychiatrist. That'd be pretty bad. MC Hammer. You got to be legit. You got to be more legit, more legit <laughs> before you quit. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, it should, but yeah, we call her Tresor because she's just like this mop of like red hair coming out the top of her head. Uh, like, on top of a headband. I'm not sure if it's a wig or not, actually.
0: <laughs> There's a lot of wigs in this movie, so it's hard to tell sometimes. Yeah. So they all decide they're going to go off to Jimmy's house to make their little ghost show or whatever the hell it is. S- Spirit chasers. Spirit chasers. Which is usually what I call a beer, but... Fair enough. Mm-hmm. And at some point,
1: I don't remember how or why we get to meet the guys at the little roadside stand. Well, they they were on the way. They're driving. The spirit chasers are driving to the farm, and they needed some victuals or something and mm. stop. All right. And we get. Yeah, and they meet Harry Carey and the dude from Pet Cemetery. Yeah. So
0: they're probably the, the high
1: point of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and Then. And uh, Harry Carey can't hear because apparently he fell asleep near some chickens and they crawled up in his brain and destroyed his hearing. <laughs> like chickens <laughs> often do. They'll crawl right <laughs> up in your ear holes. <laughs> and took his hearing out of his brain. Just, just yeah. the hearing part, though. Yeah. <laughs> and the other guy, you know,
0: he's, he's a little more folksy. Yeah. <laughs> he definitely would be the
1: kind of guy who says, you've got to bury your own. Yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, so they uh they they have some weird conversation where they reiterate what a terrible upbringing or whatever creation story Jimmy Crackcorn has.
0: Yeah, cuz in case you didn't watch the first one, you got to get that backstory in. Yeah. I don't know why you'd be watching this if you didn't watch the first one, but
1: regardless. <laughs>
0: So they uh, and then,
1: they head off to the the house, Jimmy's house. Yep, but but the lovely guys at the fruit stand get another visitor along the way. That they do. <laughs> that they do. Uh, which is one of the weirdest moments of this movie. And that's saying when, something. <laughs> when Chris Hardwick just comes rolling up the road in a wheelchair, and hits the spot where he can't roll any further, and then stands up and walks over to the stand. Demands water, and then squirts it near his mouth? <laughs> yeah, not in it, just kind of in the general
0: mouth area. <laughs> oh. and, and then that's when our boys at the fruit stand, or whatever the hell it is, are like, hey, there's a bunch of weirdos going to make some kind of ghost show there. And he, uh, Chris Hardwick, needless to say, doesn't think that's a great plan. So he, he and- off he goes in his mighty, mighty wheelchair. And then comes
1: back and hits Harry Carey in the face with a pie for no reason. Yeah, just because. <laughs> why the fuck not at this point? And I like how the uh, the other guy takes a taste of the pie off of Harry Carey's face with his pipe. And then licks his pipe to see what it tastes like. Well, yeah,
0: I mean, <laughs> that's a good pipe will do that, you know. Yeah. That was like, the or the weirdest but best parts of the movie. <laughs> the best parts of this movie are the parts that you're just kind of like, okay, sure, what the fuck is going on, alright. I guess we'll do that, sure. So now Team Ghost Hunter is at Jimmy's house, and they meet up with, uh... Moses? Moses.
1: Who they accuse of being Nick Fury from the Ultimates comics, mm-hmm. and or Forrest Whitaker.
0: Mm. Wearing an eye patch to hide his lazy eyes. Yeah, hi. <laughs> and he's at Jimmy's house with Jimmy's sister. Not not Scrum Scrumpox? Scrumpox? Yeah, I don't it sounds like some kind of dubstep band name or something to me. <laughs> yeah, Skrillex. His, right. his sister
1: Skrillex. So Skrillex is there. And Skrillex has got some problems. She's got, like, Vincent D'Onofrio from Men in Black problems. <laughs> yeah, she's not doing so
0: good in the brain parts. <laughs> <laughs> and they explain to uh, Moses how they're here to film their little movie show, documentary, whatever the hell it is. And they, uh, they're they gonna, you know, split up and go look for ghost shit. Yes. Meanwhile, our good friend Leo. Oh yes, he's been getting, getting some, some motivation.
1: Some yeah,
0: via pegging.
1: <laughs> yep,
0: with with precedingly larger and larger um, strap-on dildos
1: from yes, Nadine. Would, Yeah, when they say fourteen inches, they don't mean fourteen inches in length. No, They made no. 14 inches in diameter. <laughs> and apparently the
0: 14-incher was the one that made him realize he couldn't just let Chris Hardwick do this by himself. Nope. He had himself a dream. During during the pegging?
1: Yes. Uh, I don't know. Is that a dream? Can you f- I don't know. He was going to get his dick cut off, and then he realized he had to go help Chris Hardwick.
0: Yep. So he wipes the gross blood poop from his... uh. Adus smells it and off he goes. Yep. <laughs> I guess. Cause that happened, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Meanwhile, back, back at, at the ranch. Back at Jimmy's, everybody split up an old uh, Ramon guy, who um, I just feel it's necessary for backstory reasons to point out, he uh, only has one giant testicle.
1: Oh yes, because the doctor said his testicles loved each other so much, they just joined together in utero. <laughs> yep, that's important for the story. <laughs> yeah. Well, it kind of turned on the uh, the porn chick a little bit.
0: Angie yeah. Mugglejugs. Yeah, that's one of a few different times where someone professes their undying desire to defile her. Not love for her so much as desire to penetrate her.
1: Yeah, he yeah, had lust for her, really.
0: So off he goes, by himself, and he's in the barn, and at this point, our boy Jimmy finally shows up. Yep. And, uh, asks him, what's he doing with them corn cobs sticking out of his head like that? And he's like, I, I don't got corn cobs sticking out of my head. And and then he does.
1: Yep. Whoosh. Like two horns right in the dome. Yep, <laughs> and then he twists his head around a couple of times, all Exorcist style.
0: And, I and have then...
1: to,
0: oh, go ahead. I have to give him credit for Jimmy looking a little more like uh, some
1: kind of creature, monster yeah, they, guy. They definitely spent more on the uh, the uh, special effects makeup on this one, or at least the mask for Jimmy. Yeah, all the effects are a little bit better. Everything
0: about this movie technically is a little bit better. Yeah.
1: And so. then he, he stabs them, twists it around, and it says, Olé! And, and saunters off, to the, off screen. Yeah. Literally saunters. Yeah. <laughs> Although he does skip around the orchard a little bit at
0: some point, too. So now uh, all the rest of Team Ghost Hunter... They're trying to figure out what happened to old What's-His-Dick, the Ramones guy. And they split back up again to go look for him, I guess?
1: Well, they're. Yeah, well, they come back, and um, Chris Hardwick's been talking to Forrest Whitaker and uh, telling him, like, Jimmy's back and blah, blah, blah. And of course, Vincent D'Onofrio is like, oh, yeah, Jimmy's back. I've. I've known that for a while. I felt him coming, blah 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 blah. And they all show up and then Chris Hardwick convinces me to go look for the Ramones guy. And the best the the safest way to do it is to split up into groups because they couldn't possibly be stronger as <laughs> one big crew. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I did like that. Yeah. And so uh muggle jugs and the kid from Napoleon Dynamite go off in one group, and then Treasure Troll uh, and Chris Hardwick go off in another group.
0: Yep, and old Muggle Jug's in a... Oh, what's his head? I already forgot. Yeah, the guy from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, so Muggle Jug's in Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite, again, professes his undying desire to um, penetrate her. And she's all like, well, I'll cut you a deal. I'll get on my phone and talk and you can jack off.
1: Yeah, Kip. <laughs> so that's cool for him, I guess. I mean Yeah. And so he whoops out the the infamous prosthetic dick from previous uh low budget pictures films.
0: Yeah. It's totally, totally real looking.
1: <laughs> yeah, and decides it proceeds to masturbate in front of her while she has a phone call with her manager about how terrible this job is. Yeah.
0: And apparently he needs to hurry up because it's hard work making her tits look so good. Yep. And who should appear behind him but old Jimmy. And we're treated to our uh, second in these movies, counting the first one, Corn cob up the butt, out the dick. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but to, to, you know, ramp it up for the sequel here, it now blejaculates all over Muggle Jugs. Yes. And then Jimmy chokes Muggle Jug out, or maybe pokes it
1: through her head. Well, he deep-throats her onto the corn cob out the back of the head. Mm, that's what it was. Because yeah. that was necessary. Right through the, uh, you yeah, know, the medulla oblongata.
0: Boom! <laughs> and then for some reason, it's several hours later.
1: Yeah, it starts getting dark all of a sudden. <laughs> and, uh... Well because the world is the world is no longer bright without muggle jugs as jugs to brighten the brighten it. That's
0: true. The sun had no reason to shine any longer. <laughs> so off it went. So now uh, stupid twenties girl, treasure troll, and Chris Hardwick all meet up with uh, Leo and Nadine. Yeah. And they're all like, eh, we gotta find Jimmy or whatever and Leo basically just yells for him. Yeah, he's like,
1: Jimmy, come and get some. We kicked your ass before we'll kick it again, brah.
0: And he does, he does, he shows up.
1: And By he sh- stabbing, what, Treasure Troll and, uh through the guts yep. with corn cobs. Which was fine, because they both were dumb. Especially when, ugh, started to give her black and white monologue from the first movie again. Yeah, and Jim-
0: Jimmy, Jimmy wasn't having that bullshit.
1: And so it just jabs her through the neck so she can't talk anymore. Like you do. And I loved him so much for that. (laughs) I think we all breathed a sigh of
0: relief. (laughs) And then, um, Forrest Whitaker inexplicably shows up and we're treated to, uh...
1: A shirtless battle versus Jimmy. (laughs) Yeah, and it's so, it's so not good at one point the guy playing Jimmy lifts up his mask and says this is the weirdest fight I've ever been I've ever been in and it puts his mask back down
0: <laughs> yeah they're all, they're all shirtless and they're fighting and at some point Forrest Whitaker turns on a boombox and then they have a dance it's, number I have a
1: dance battle
0: yeah. and
1: uh, and Leah uh, GDT and Chris Hardwick run off while Forrest Whitaker and Jimmy corner having a dance battle. <laughs> Yep. And then he, sh- and then that cut to the morning back at the house where Jimmy, or um, what, Chris Hardwick and GDT are hanging out with uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. And then Forrest Whitaker comes stumbling in, defeated because Jimmy has the power of the glow.
0: <laughs> yep. I got that one. <laughs> I didn't understand that reference. <laughs> that is, I'm pretty sure, a reference to, uh, Oh,
1: the last dragon, oh wow, okay, yeah, 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 <laughs> that, now he I get had it. The glow, yeah, 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 he had the glow, and uh, and then proceeds to cross his leg over his knee and then die, <laughs> yeah, you can't <laughs> with, with this dying breath,
0: says funkenstein,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> whatever the fuck that had to do with anything, uh. So Jimmy shows up, and uh, th- there's a big
1: twist. Yes, because Popeye Cavs leaps up from behind the bar. <laughs> you remember him from the last one, guys? Good old Caspian.
0: <laughs> yep, and it turns out this was, this was all Caspian's doing. Too much... Well, and Leo rightfully says, Wait a minute,
1: last time we saw you, weren't you a bunch of, like, shit-out bones? And Caspian says, yes. Yes, I was. But through the magic of incantations, he was reconstituted. After being corkscrewed into a grown woman's asshole mm-hmm. and being nibbled on by saber-toothed leeches and then cracked back out in a shit storm of blood and bones, he was reconstituted back into his present form. <laughs> like you do. <laughs>
0: yes. Um, turn, turns out he's got lady parts down there.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah, because Jimmy and his sister were going to get married. Yeah. And have a baby. But Vincent D'Onofrio couldn't have a baby, so Caspian's going to carry it for them.
0: Mm -hmm. Makes sense.
1: Yes. And And, and it's going to bring forth the end of the world, I believe. Or something. Or something. And then the movie ends? Yeah, rather abruptly. <laughs> so
0: abruptly that I had to get a hold of Troy and be like, hey, <laughs> is that how it's supposed to go? Or is
1: something wrong with my copy? No, no, that's how it goes. It cuts the credits. And we get the, at the end, we get the lamentable uh, placard about how this was the final low budget pictures film and thanking a whole bunch of people, including the fans. And he does go on to do at least one film in his you know in that universe under the trauma auspices but hopefully there's a there's the they make this a blood fart trilogy because we gotta know what happens after Caspian gives birth to Jimmy Crackcord and Vincent D'Onofrio's baby yeah I mean
0: what happens next they just kind of left us hanging I'd be really sad if there wasn't another
1: one yeah we should just write Lloyd Kaufman and get our get get that shit going. Yeah. You heard you heard him, guys.
0: Everybody, stop what you're doing right now. Even if it's driving down the road or whatever, just let go of the let of the wheels, it'll be fine. And write Lloyd Kaufman at I assume Lloyd Kaufman at gmail dot com.
1: Or Lloyd Kaufman at trauma dot com or something like that. Yeah, just uh, Google it. You'll probably find it. Yeah.
0: And that's pretty much returning to Bloodfart Lake. Yep. That
1: is that movie. It clocked in a good seventy-one minutes, so Brett would have liked it. Yep. But I said I uh I actually watched this last week right after watching the first Blood Fart Lake movie. And while this is a better movie technically speaking, it I, it lacks a little bit of the the je ne sais quoi. Of uh Terror at Bloodfart Lake. It's a good it's it's an enjoyable movie if you like the low if you like low budget pictures movies, you'll like this movie. But it is not doesn't quite have the the soul of some of the other ones. It has some of the jokes the jokes, it has the characters, you know, it has the gore, but it's just not quite the same level. Yeah. And for their f- and for their final movie, I kind of wish it would have gone out with a little bit more of a bang, but... Yeah, low-budget you
0: know. low pictures is at their best when they're just being really just unapologetically what they do. This one seemed a lot more like a attempt to make more of an actual movie, if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, like it's kind of like, we're going to make this movie to show you, show somebody that we can make real movies so they can then give us more money to make real movies. Maybe is what this was. But it was good. I I enjoyed it. I've watched it twice now. I'm not sad that I've watched it twice. But I mean if you're gonna watch a Bloodfart Lake movie, watch the first one, Terror at Bloodfart Lake. But if you're gonna watch two if you're gonna watch two Terror at Bloodfart if you're gonna watch two Bloodfart Lake movies, watch this one as well.
0: Yeah, there's just something about it that's lacking some of, some of the charm that some of the other stuff we've seen by them has. But again, that's saying you like it in the first place. If you don't like it in the first place, you ain't going to like this one anymore.
1: Oh, no, no. This is a... Uh, if you don't like low-budget pictures films, you're not going to like this film either.
0: <laughs> if if blood bloodjaculate and 14-inch around strap-on dildos doesn't do it for you, you're probably not going to like it. You're probably not human
1: either, but that's fine.
0: But enough of all this. Next time around, we're going revisit to a, revisit a list we got from
1: Kylie. Yes, Kylie gave us a wonderful list of Asian and or just Japanese, I'm not sure which, uh, movies. And uh, which one are we watching, Chris? We're going to watch Itchy the Killer. Itchy the Killer, which I have not seen. I've only seen the cover art for, and the cover art looks pretty awesome. Like a dude with, like... It looks like a reaver from Firefly, really.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's got the guy with the the big mouth scar, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty wild. If you could get down with like the Ballad of Ricky or Tokyo Gore Police, you could definitely get on board with this. Well,
1: in that case, I'm going to like this
0: movie. It's um, it's almost more of a crime drama in a way, but it's super violent and over the top. That's good. But that's what we're going to do next time around. Yes. But maybe. we don't know
1: where. Yeah, but we don't know what we're going to do after that. Yeah, maybe
0: maybe one of you guys out there got got a recommendation. Maybe the horror show hot dog guys will be mad after last week and want to make us watch <laughs> some of more garbage. Who knows.
1: <laughs> but if you do have recommendations for us, there's a number of ways you can f- contact us. Uh, the best way is on facebook uh, we're at slaughterhouse princess just put that up in the search bar uh, you'll find us uh, the uh slightly less useful but sometimes checked is our subreddit at r slash s h p podcast the even less checked is a uh, slaughterhouse princess podcast at gmail.com email address and there is an even pretty much not at all checked twitter which i don't actually know because no one cares about that garbage apparently
0: it's true <laughs> i don't even remember what it is anymore either <laughs> i think it's uh probably on uh, the
1: slaughterhouse oh yes and there's our wonderful website where you can actually find the audio of the podcast we do which is slaughterhouseprincess.com And we're also Slaughterhouse Princess on iTunes, Slaughterhouse Princess on Stitcher. Um, I think that's the only two places, other places we have our podcasts. Yeah, that's it. Well, that was useful and informative, not like normal. (laughs) Well, I'm not Brett. I can't do his shtick as nearly as well as he does. (laughs) That's true. I guess we'll give him props for that. I'm, I'm the straight guy on this podcast.
0: Uh... (laughs) <laughs> no comment <laughs> so come back next week and we'll be doing some uh, Itchy the Killer Itchy the Killer I'm doing my thing at the end of the day nothing makes sense listening to Little Wayne and taking bong rips